Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lawmaster Program. The AVB's predictions regarding the coming of the Lord God are fulfilled in the man, Tommy L. Hart. This is big, big news. The Bible's Lord God has come as predicted. But not only has the Lord God come, he has also come forward and revealed himself. He has told the people his name in compliance with Psalm 94, 1 and John 7, 4. Having performed the works that the Bible ascribes to God, the man Tommy L. Hart feels the bill for God. It is reported by those who know him best. He has done all things well. Let's hear from the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. Facts about the image of God. We're still talking about image building. Image building. Here are some questions that I hope to answer in this episode. First Samuel 28, verse 14 says, What form is he of? Genesis 44, verse 15, What deed is this that ye have done? Nehemiah 2, verse 19, What is this thing that ye do? Okay, the last two questions have to do with this deed of image building. This thing that the Father and the Son are working together to bring about this image of God. Right? But first, the announcement of the presence of the Son of God that comes in Daniel 3, verse 25, it says simply, the Son of God. That's an announcement of the presence, the coming and presence of the Son of God, who is found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart. The rest of the announcement comes in Philippians chapter 4, verse 5, which says, the Lord is at hand. The Lord, a.k.a. Son of God, the Lord, a.k.a. the Lord God, is at hand. He has indeed come. Now, with respect to image building, facts about the Son's image. So the Father wanted an image made after his son and to bring it about he or to assist in bringing it about he called upon the son of God to assist him uh, in the building or the construction of it God wanted an image built to his son and after his son, his son, so he calls upon the Son of God to assist in the construction thereof. It's a mighty and great task. But it has been performed, and uh, 
I here am giving clear, this is my, my intent to give clear, uh, unambiguous facts regarding the construction of the image of God. Now, the last time I presented these two statements coming from Genesis chapter 1, verses, verses 26 and 27. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Now, they're going to, Coming out of this episode, you get facts that you may not see as stated in the verses. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And verse 27, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. All right. Now, in Genesis chapter 5, verse 3, I read, And begot a son in his own likeness after his image. Both of these statements, verses, have to do with the construction of the image. God's God the Father's desire to construct an image to his son. Now, in these two statements, in the first one, Genesis 1, 26, you see, well, let me deal with this first. And God said, let us. To be clear, the us. The us is the Lord God, all caps, the Father, the Lord God, Father, and the Son. That is the us. The Father says to the Son, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Now, I will tell you this up front. These two statements that I've read, have nothing to do with creation of man or mankind. They have nothing to do with those those things as is taught in the Christian church, as theologians preach and teach. It has nothing to do with those because it speaks clearly, let us make man in our image. So the question is, what is this image? After our likeness. There we go. That's what they are about. Even the second statement. God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Now, so the question arises, what is this image? What is the image? And I told you last time, the the image is referencing the image which I have presented to you in prior episodes. Remember the image with the head 
the big head and a colossal torso and big strong legs. <laughs> yeah, big strong legs. Um, so that that's what these two statements have to do with. That's what they speak to. Because words have to be defined. And in defining the words in the statements, we come up with what I have already presented to you. We come up with an image. The Father, God the Father, wanted an image constructed to his son and after his son. Now, you may have to go to the dictionary to look up the terms after, term after, okay, even image and likeness, which I read the definitions of those terms the last time. All right? Now, so this episode is for clarity, to give clear, unambiguous statements On the on the the uh, image of God. Now, image and likeness in the two statements will take the same meaning. Image and likeness will take the same meaning. God said, "Let us make man in our image, after our likeness." Image and Likeness take the same meaning. After, listen, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, after their means so as to resemble. But so as to resemble what or who? So God created man in his own image. First question here is what was created? Fact. We know God wanted an image built. That's what the two statements call for. He asked, remember the us in the first statement? So he asked the son to assist him in the construction of this image. The question came came uh to me, which asked or said which came first? Listen carefully, and you'll get understanding. Which came first, the image or the man? And who and who is this man? Well, I've already told you because I said God, the Father, called upon the son to assist him in the construction of the image which is to resemble the son. The son, S-O-N, not S-U-N, but resemble the son, the son of God, a.k.a. Lord God, a.k.a. Um, no man, a.k.a. Lord, who is found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart. 
So which came first? The sun comes first. The sun precedes the image in time. The sun precedes the image. So we got that straight. So God, I mean, God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Now, the statement needs, it calls for, it begs for correction and clearness. That's what both of these statements call for, correctness and clearness. So we we know who's involved. We know the us, the Father and the Son, okay? That's the us. Let us make man, okay? But in the final analysis, when the Son comes and he assists the Father in the construction of this gigantic uh, image, what is made or this gigantic construction? What? is made. It is the image that is made and not the man. I read again. And God said, let us make man. Calling upon the son to assist in the making of something, in the construction of something. But it's not man that is constructed. What we found, what we find to be true is it, it it is an image which is constructed with the aid of the sun. The sun aiding, assisting the father in the construction of not man, but of an image. An image after the sun. An image made after the sun. An image made so as to resemble the sun. That's what is found out to be true with regard to the to, to this first Genesis one twenty seven statement. And the second one, uh, which says, So God created man in his own image. But it's not a man that was created. It was the image. It is the image that is created. The father and the son created and built this gigantic thing, which is an image, which is a a visible representation Portrait, if you will, word picture, if you will, of the Son of God. That's what we have. That's what these two statements are dealing with. And it is the Son's duty to make the corrections and to give the understanding. The understanding of the us, 
the understanding of what the Father is, uh, what is his desire, uh, the understanding of who does he call upon to assist in the construction of this thing that is to be constructed, build it, and the final analysis, that which is constructed, that which is builded, is an image and not a man. The image is reflective of the man. Who is the man? The man is the son of God, a.k.a. Lord God, who is found to be the man, Tamiel Hart. The man, the son of God, Tamiel Hart, preceded, preceded the construction of this gigantic image. God the Father provided the components or the, uh, the things that are to be assembled in the building of this gigantic in, uh, image. But it, it is the Son who puts these, let's say, pieces, these component parts or components together to construct the image, which is, or an image, construct the image, so as to resemble the sun. Now, that is great clarity, and that is wonderful understanding, and that is the true understanding uh, with regard to those two statements. <laughs> That's really something. We know what the us is. We know that it is God doing the talking, God the Father doing the talking in the statements. We know what the us is. We know the man who precedes the construction of the image. And the man, we, we know the man who assisted the Father in assembling the parts of this, this image, to make this image. The image is made after the Son of God. And I told you, likeness, image and likeness take the same defi definition in these two statements, which is a visible representation, which is a reference to the image that was builded or that was made. The Father's desire has been fulfilled. It has come to fruition through the Son and the assistance of the Son of God. You have in the construction of the gigantic image the working together of the Father and the Son to do and fulfill the Father's will the Father's desire. Beautiful. That's a story within itself. A story within itself. So we know the answer 
You know, we had the question, what really was created? That is answered. An image was created. An image was formed. An image was built. Or built. An image was built. Okay? I had that question here twice, what really was built. I just answered it. Um, and uh, what the two statements are really about, they are really about the creation of the image, which I have already previously uh, presented to you, the people. So the two statements are about the creation of an image and not a human. An image and not a human being, an image and not a person. The son has preceded the image, and the son has assisted the father in the construction of the image. It is the image which uh, has come to fruition. It is the image that which was made, built, created. That's the image, and not a person. Wow. Okay, I answered the question, which came first, the image or the sun? And obviously, the sun uh, precedes the image. Um, Genesis 5, verse 3 says, and begot a son in his own likeness. We know likeness and image, a visible representation. Begot a son in his own likeness. And the he is there would be the the uh, God the Son. God the Son. All right? After his image. But the son is not made after the image. The image is made after the son. I am giving you clear, understandable facts on these, so far, three verses regarding the image. Regarding the image, okay? And begot a son in his own likeness. That's a visible representation of the son. Uh, and then it goes on to say, after his image. You know, maybe this statement it, uh, would confuse some some people. But if you just go by what I've already said, a son, the son, remember this, the son is not in a son in his own likeness. The image is in the likeness of the son and not the son in the likeness of the image. Although we can, you know, vice versa, you know, if the image is like the son, then the son is like the image. Okay, we can take it like that if you want to. Right? But knowing that the sun precedes the image in time. An image here is 
okay, an image in the likeness of the sun. That's what we want right there. That's the clarity. With respect to and begot a son in his in his own likeness, not image, but a son in his, in his own likeness. That is to say, an image in the likeness of the son. The son precedes the image. The image is made after the son. The image is made uh, subsequent to the son. The image is made so as to resemble the sun. That's a clear fact. Now I get that. And the image itself, of course, is a is a visible representation of the Son of God, who aided the Father in the construction. Thereof. So the Father and the Son created and made an image in the likeness of the Son of God, a.k.a. the Lord God, who, who is found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart. I don't think we could get any clearer than that. I don't think so. Okay, just a few minutes left here. I have a little bit more to present. Turning my pages. The Son of God's multifarious image. Now, to be Totally truthful, uh, it's the Father and Son of God's multifarious image. I call it the image or the Son of God's image because the image is in the likeness not of the Father but of the Son. The image, this multifarious, excuse me, this multifarious image is made so as to resemble the Son and not the Father. As the moon is to the Son, so is the image to the works of Tommy L. Hart. The image's physical makeup manifests the works of the true Son of God, a.k.a. the Lord God. The physical makeup manifests uh, the physical makeup of the image manifests the identity of the Son of God. Ephesians 5 verse 13 says, well, in it we see light manifests. The scripture says, for whatsoever doth make manifest is light. The image is a proof that the man, Tommy L. Hart, fills the bill for the King James Bible's Son of God. Whatsoever does make manifest is light. Now, there's a statement in First John which says, God is light. Well, 
God is a light. God is a light. Because the principle says, whatsoever makes manifest is light. So God is, God himself, the son of God, is a manifestant. I say that again. The son of God, the man, Tommy L. Hart, is a manifestant. Okay? One who gives light on something. Matthew verse five, Matthew chapter five, verse six. <laughs> Matthew chapter five, verse sixteen says, "To the Son of God, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works." Now, when a person looks at the image that I presented, they see the works, and those works have. All of those works that they see in the image have already been performed by the man, Tommy L. Hart. Okay? The Son of God was supposed to do those works, and he did. But who is found to be the Son of God? The man, Tommy L. Hart, is found to be the Son of God by, by the weight of the image. By the weight of the image, the man, Tommy L. Hart, is found to be the undisputed and incontrovertible son of God. The man, Tommy L. Hart, is found to be the undisputed and incontrovertible son of God. All of these are facts that I'm giving you. Clear, unambiguous facts on the image, the Son of God, and the Father. Okay? The Son, the, the son and the Father work together to provide this image, right? Uh, the image shows, the, the image is made up of Word, uh, the image of the word picture. It's a portrait. The uh, question is asked, you know, when I read it at the beginning, one of the questions, it was the first one. First Samuel 28, verse 14 asks, what form is he of? Now, remember, in light of the two statements I read in Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 and 27, okay, in light of those statements, the, the question asks, what form is he of? Because the statements as written are saying God created man, you know, dot, dot, dot. All right? So the question is asked in First Samuel 28, verse 14, what form is he of? This is the answer to that question. It is found that the father and the son were not involved in the construction of a human or anything mankind but in the construction of an image. So the question corrected is, what form is it of? What form is the image of? The image is, this is the answer, the image is in the form of a representation. Can I be clearer? The image is 
in the form of a picture, a word picture, a portrait. Okay? A portrait. That's the form. A word picture. A portrait consisting of words. Okay? A word picture. That's the form that the image is in. Now, let's see. Did we finish this over here? Yes. Let your light so shine before men. So, the image takes an important position. The image. Shine. Let your light so shine. Let your image so shine before men. So, the image is worthy of being talked about. The image is an important thing. It manifests the works of the Son of God, who is found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart. Now, the image states the things that the Son of God should do. Okay? The man, Tommy L. Hart, has performed those acts. Therefore, the image reflects or the image is made up of things the man Tommy L. Hart has done. The commandments in the image are commandments which the man Tommy L. Hart has addressed. The questions in the image are questions which the man Tommy L. Hart has already addressed. The evidence of all these things is in Lawmaster Archives. And then we have the truth, which is the image's right leg of truth, which answers, and the things in that right, making up the right leg, answer the Bible question, what is truth? So the, 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 uh, the image is made up of relevant parts. The image is made up of most important parts having to do with God the Son, having to do with God the Son. Okay? The image of a light, the Son of God is a light. Uh and so we have a statement, let your light so shine before men, talking about the image. Let the image shine. Shine on, image, shine on. That men may see your good works. So your is not talking about everybody's good works. It's talking about the Son of God's good works. That's what you will see when you look at the image. You see the works of the man, Tommy L. Hart, who is found to be the King James Bible's son of God, the undisputed and incontrovertible son of God. Okay, and I said this earlier, the son of God is a manifesto. Okay? Just as the image is a manifesto. But the definition says a person. So the Son of God is a manifestant. Okay, let's let it stay like that. So the questions, have we answered the questions? 
I answered the question, what form is he of? I corrected it and answered it. Genesis 44, verse 15, what deed is this that ye have done? I have assisted the Father. I have assisted the Father in the, in the construction uh, which the Father has desired to build and call upon the Son of God to, to assist him. That's what I've done. That is the deed I have done. I have assisted the Father in the construction of the image which he desired. Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 19, what is this thing that you do? That's the same question restated. It's a, that question is the same as the question in Genesis 44, 15, which I just spoke to. So those two questions are the same. They ask the same thing, which I've given an answer to. I made the announcement of the presence of the Son of God. I've been made that announcement on Blog Talk Radio years ago, okay? The presence of the Son of God, the Lord God is at hand. I've been made that, that announcement. I just thought I'd put it to you again, okay? So, conclusion. So, the Father wanted an image made after his Son, and he called upon the Son to assist him in the building or construction thereof. I answered the question, which came first, the image or the son? The son preceded the image. The son assisted the father in the creation of the image and the construction thereof. The image is made so as to resemble the son of God. Uh, Genesis 1, 26 and 27 speaks not to God, God's creation of man, or mankind, but of an image created, created and made by the combined efforts of the Father and the Son. And that image is made to resemble the Son of God, a.k.a. the Lord God, who is found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart. I have given this these details with great clarity, great clarity, okay? I don't think anyone can be any clearer. You may have to listen to it once, twice, three times, whatever. Do what you have to do. But the understanding is there. It's there in Blog Talk Radio. It's there in this episode, okay? Everything are the things having to do with the image, the construction thereof, the desire of the Father uh, for an image to be constructed uh, with the aid of, of his Son, all of those things are there. And the thing about it, those, those verses in Genesis, we found out that it was an image that the Father desired to build and not the making of man. And the image is made after the Son of God. The image is made so as to resemble the Son of God. The Son of God preceded the image. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter. Always make Law Master Archives your dwelling place. Uh, go to Amazon.com and you'll find a new book of mine. That new book of mine is in ebook and paperback form. 
So, the Son of God, the King James Bible's Son of God, has 24 products on Amazon.com, which are able to give you great understanding and things concerning God and Bible content, period. So go to Amazon.com, get my latest book, get others as well. Get them for yourselves, number one. Get them, give them as gifts to others. Family members, spouses, your preachers, I mean, your friends. You can even give some to your enemies. That might cause a change in them where they are no longer an enemy. Give. Give. Amazon.com. Tommy L. Hart's list of books. Make your purchase. Join me next time.